Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Well, it turns out sports is just one big fixer-upper. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blowing and going, and so... Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, cut a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. If I wanted to watch a layup line for three hours, I would just go to a bunch of high school basketball games and hit up pregame over and over and over and over and over again. I would go to FAU and I would just record them doing pregame warm-up layup lines and just play that on repeat on loop over and over and over and over and over again. I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel nothing about a team scoring 211 points in the All-Star game. Congrats to the Eastern Conference for their, their achievement of 211 points. That is unwatchable sports. The NBA, and I'm not saying anything profound here that hasn't already been said this morning, but the NBA All-Star Game, I want to put this into the ether, put it on record. Ken Levick is saying this. The NBA All-Star Game has and continues to suck ass. <laughs> I mean, just oh, absolute goodness. blows beyond recognition. Bleep that. What a waste of everybody's time that is. Great. I, and also, too, the game didn't start till damn near 845. So you wait up through 40 minutes of bloviating introductions and lasers and live performances and all that stupid crap to get three hours of live performance. It's just awful. It, just miserable. Oh, my goodness. Uh, how was your weekend, Ken? <laughs> I, Stone, welcome you- back from the weekend, guys. Hope it was good. Hope it was good. I knew we were going to talk about it. I didn't know this early. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I can't say that I didn't expect this from Ken. Yeah. And I also agree with Ken. I mean, it's not wrong. It just is the most bash your brains in with something but exercise we do every year. You know, they always talk about how many points you think you could score in an NBA game. Like, this is the one where I think I'm getting six. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, scoring. Yeah. No I'm doubt. scoring. You could, you could be damn near a double-digit score in yeah. the All-Star Don't game. Don't sell yourself short, bro. Yeah. You can get more than six. I can go, yeah. I can go get yeah. ten. Nobody's stopping you. It's just about if you can get it in the bucket. Apparently, all you have to do, because apparently, this according to The Athletic, Jalen Brunson, who apparently now is the leader of of the All-Stars, he sat down in the locker room in the Eastern Conference. They said, hey, man, the way things are going, let's go for 200. Let's go for 200. And Jalen Brunson signed off on it. And so it was so. As long as you get the go-ahead, apparently, from the godfather, Jalen Brunson, he was going to let you get whatever you wanted, fill it up as many times as you wanted yesterday. That is the worst. What are we doing? Uh, you might as well just make All Star Game like a mixer. Just go around, it is. have some drinks, it's a fun time. Uh, but fine, make it parties for them. I don't have to watch it on television. You know what? I would actually like more if it is a mixer and you have that as your live programming, as opposed to any basketball being played. That would be more entertaining than anything we saw floor in Indianapolis. Or, or not just make it a mixer. Make it one of those. Uh, you know how, like on Bravo, they have the. Real- Housewife yeah. uh, reunion. A reunion. Where Make you, it a reunion. Yes, Make it dramatic. Yes. You force have players. Charles Barkley hosted. Yes, and you force them, you, you know, you force some drama out, right? You sit Dame Lillard down Giannis. next to Giannis, next to, next to Jimmy, next to next to Dame. Uh, oh, yeah, you can have two Bam. different Dame reunions. Bring in Joe Cronin. Yeah. Bring in Pat Riley. Like, let's get some it. answers. Let's I make love this it. like a, a big you know, drama-filled fest where Joe somebody Cronin, throws a drink. Yeah, Joe Cronin, he he runs off the stage crying. Yes. Like that, that, I think what I'm trying to say about Joe Cronin is that he's soft yeah, yeah. and he also sucks, so he'd be the one crying running off stage. But th- there was there was not a single solitary thing enjoyable about the EA All-Star game. Not one single thing. Larry Bird, Larry Legend, spent a good portion of the morning pleading with the NBA All-Star players yesterday. Come on. Give some effort. Let's go. Make this a spectacle you can be proud of. What did they do? Crapped all over them. 211 point output. And fine. The East, they took what the West gave them, I suppose. Uh, I mean, I mean, the Western Conference, give any effort at all. Like any, any well, effort at all. Any. Also, if it's Larry Bird giving you that, you know, that 
pitch that speech about you guys need to give more effort and lay it all on the floor. Like, I'm sorry, buddy. We we just watched the, the Dream Team documentary and saw you laid up on the bench with your back hurting and you having a miserable time on the back end of your career. You're the wrong guy to be delivering that message. Why? Because, because he le- him being Mr. All Effort all the time, it, we see what that happened. The reason why these NBA players aren't giving effort mm. and are chilling out, are relaxing, is because they don't want to end up like guys like Larry Bird. They don't want to injure themselves in a meaningless exhibition game. They just want to kick it and have fun. Everybody's best friends. This is the best free palooza. Okay. And so that, that I guess that's what it comes down to why it sucks for yeah. me. I'm tired of everybody being buddy, buddy, best friend. Uh, it's fine. Hey, I, I, I'll be honest, too. It drives me crazy the last week of seeing Bam and Jason Tatum dapping up and hugging and, and, oh and, Give me a and Bam out of bio picking up Deuce in the locker room. Uh, Jason Tatum's on like enough of this stuff. Do that in the offseason. Don't do this during during a time of war. Okay. A time of war. Like I, I it, and it goes every against Everywhere everything. Everywhere in the NBA. I, I, this is as you get older, you start realizing just how annoyingly old school you were. Like five years ago, I would have said, "Hey, man, it's a fraternity." Now, me, I'm nearing forty. Something's changed. Something snapped, and I see that, and now I'm done with it. We should start treating the home team like that. Like for me, anytime I see Christian Cat walk in, just like you know, bump on the shoulder, not give yeah. me eye contact. Yeah. But but you you're still young, Josh. For you, it's a fraternity. Of course yeah, it, it is. Instantly. It's a fraternity. Yeah. But like uh, between us and the after, like I should I, I should just side eye Christian Cat, and he's got to earn me communicating with him. Yeah. You know, something like that. Th- that's but, the way you want it. Yeah. Right. That's why I want it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, why do we need all star games? I. I sat on here, we sat here after the Pro Bowl, and I said, that's not football. I said, these guys, these pro athletes in a sport that's predicated on hitting and physical play, they're playing flag football. But then I had uh, listeners of the show come back at me, oh, you're sexist because you have such a rich flag football area with, with high school football and all the girls, talented girls that play. I didn't say anything other than leave the flag ball to the girls. Yep. I literally said that I went back and listened to it on the podcast, literally said, leave the flag football to the girls. That's their specialty. And they play a great flag football. I literally said it. Oh, Ken, you're, 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 you're being sexist and you're diminishing it. Shut up. Just shut and up. And you're not, because if you go out, and trust me, shut up. we're on the precipice of girls' flag football season out here in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. Yeah. And if you think Ken is being demeaning or anything about, you go out there and you watch those girls. They yeah. put on a show. Leave it to them. They're Seems the ones training highlights. all year to play the best brand of flag yeah. football in the entire country, okay? Yeah. All I know is that these NFL players, they are using flag football as a way just to get a little exercise and do the same thing the NBA players are doing. Hey, hey, dap up. Oh, good to see you, bro. Love you, bro. Hey, where's your son? Let me pick him up in the air. Love you, bro. That's not football, the one that we watch for for seven months out of the year. Okay? All-star games flat out suck. There's no point to having all-star games. None of them. Hockey, fun, three on three. You know what? Would we cry if it was gone? Absolutely not. Baseball, all-star game. Oh, they hit the truth. Who cares? Shut up. They they can take four days off and then get back to playing the second half of the season. The NBA All-Star Game's been an abomination for damn near 15 years at this point. And uh, uh, the Pro Bowl, you couldn't even recognize it anymore. Oh, yeah. It's You've got fat guys pushing each other on sleds as part of the Pro Bowl. Not it. Get rid, of, get rid of all-star games. In in the year of our Lord, 2024, with social media uh, reigning supreme, with us able to get sport emulation from all areas at all times, we don't need these all-star games anymore. We don't. We don't need the recognition. Someone wins an award where you're able to see it right away. You're named to an all-pro team. Someone sees it right away. They don't need to play an exhibition game. Money controls all of it. These guys are so concerned about their injuries and about their money subsequently. So, you know, what just end it Mm. it's not going to kill anybody's sports consumption if i were to make one change any sport today one change any sport on the planet today it would be get rid of all-star games altogether last night being just the latest shred of evidence that we don't need them and they're not enjoyable man i can't lie can i I couldn't disagree more all-star games suck i couldn't disagree more i'm with you on the pro bowl all right, whatever the NHL and, and Major League Baseball have going, I mean, I'm, I'm up for debate on those things. I don't even watch those All-Star weekends I was going like to say, that, are so you I up for really... debate? Or... Well, I'm saying it's are up for debate. Watching? I mean, yeah, if you want to get rid of them or if you want to get rid of them, sure, let's have the conversation. <laughs> I don't care either way. If they didn't happen, it's like a tree falling in the forest when nobody's there. You need to 
have some but, respect, all right? The Florida but, Panthers are the best team in the NHL right I'm now. I'm not yeah. saying it's not electric. I'm not saying it's not fun. Good point, Stone. It, I'm sure it's great. I'm just saying I don't have an opinion on the matter because I don't watch the All-Star games. You said they're doing three-on-three three in the NHL. I think that's a novel idea. I just haven't seen it. All right. Now let's get back to the NBA All-Star game and NBA All-Star <laughs> No, the, the, the NBA layup line. Okay. Address okay. it correctly. The NBA layup line. Whatever you want to call it. Super fun. And I, and I get it. It has been relegated to something that is not as much of a spectacle as you remember it when the Kobe's and the Chris Paul's were dominating on no, the floor. No, 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 no. I'll go back to my era when it was MJ. It was Magic. It was Larry. It was Dominique. Yes. That's my don't don't disrespect oh me by because God. the All-Star game sucked when it was Chris Paul, it too. Didn't. No, it didn't. My it childhood sucked when it was, was Chris a, Paul, too. I, no, the last time no, there was a good All-Star no. game, AI and Kobe were going at it. Come on, man. I, I see that's where I have to push back. I think that we're you don't know what hard nosed basketball is. I think that's what we're we're coming to to find out. We're taking it too far. Like I my how do you feel about that, Dale? How do you feel about that? Well, that was we're gonna just we're we're gonna just that was irrelevant. I don't okay. know what he's talking all about. Right. All, right? all right, I I am a Lake Worth Recreation League champion. I know hard nosed basketball because damn it, I play it, Ken. <laughs> and my name is somewhere in the rafters of the Lake Worth Recreational Community. Would you Center. write it in marker? And damn right, I did. <laughs> Because when you win a championship in that gym, it's something that's etched in stone forever. So I don't want to hear you discrediting my basketball <laughs> Until they knowledge. power wash. <laughs> <laughs> really strong power wash you guys got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but All-Star Weekend, I remember, especially as a kid, especially as a young teen, like, have you ever been to an All-Star Weekend? Like, in person? Uh, no. Have you have you been to an All-Star I don't Weekend like in person? No, sir. No. That is literally one of the greatest events to be immersed in. And it felt like that, especially as a child ever. Like when I went to the All-Star Weekend in New Orleans when uh, Dwight Howard won the dunk contest. Gerald Green blew the can off the cupcake um, in the dunk contest in that one. I think I can't remember who won the All-Star MVP that year. but Because it doesn't matter because the All-Star game, no one plays. So it's just a popularity contest. I'm not saying get rid of the three-point competition. You can get rid of the I, slam dunk contest. We've jumped the shark with Jalen Brown hitting a dunk and okay, then covering yeah. his eyes. Yeah, that was, I, I mean, Jalen Brown being a fullest in that slam dunk, slam dunk contest was an embarrassment. And you know what's crazy? Jalen Brown, who does not have a left hand, him dunking with his left hand to show that he can do something with that left hand made Jalen Brown look so bad. No, I respected that because it was for guys like you. It's for guys on quick Congrats. You can do anything with your left hand, Jalen Brown. The most simple dunk possible, but you were wearing a glove on your left hand. Awesome. That was awesome. That was the worst slam dunk. Uh, that, that was the worst, right? Like, that yeah, that was, was the worst slam dunk contest yeah. that we've ever seen. Jaime Hawkins Jr. Uh, dunking over Shaq first pretty good and getting the lowest scores only to have the lifetime G leaguer to come in and dunk over Shaq, uh, same dunk yeah. and win the competition for a second straight year. Again, a G league ringer, ringer winning the dunk competition for two straight years. Yeah. That's some nasty business. We've lost that competition. Yeah. Can it's, I say something about Jaime Hawkes? You can't get a haircut. All-star weekend. I thought he looked like a bum. Oh my God. I embarrassed the heat organization. <sighs> And he had the... Uh, this guy fights the dumbest battles. I, I swear to God. We're this, on a run here. And, and this the, guy... I know. And he had the snapback on. Kept falling off. He looked like he just woke up from under the bridge. Like, oh Jaime giving us uh, Miami boys You know what's name. funny here is he... Like, Jaime Jaquez, his entire slam dunk competition was giving a nod to his proud Mexican culture. Yeah. And this dude's talking about snapback hats and talking about woke up coming under the bridge in his hair and disrespecting yeah. an entire culture. Come on, man. That's fine, Stone. Keep, <laughs> keep it running, It's all man. you. Keep it going. Yeah. Keep it going. Now, can we get back to the it's game? That's what you guys said earlier before we went live. on. Then you guys talked about how bad he looked, how much he needed to shape. He also had the side beard going, which is oh like my, my least goodness. favorite thing. But, you know, conversation for another day, I suppose. All-Star Weekend has to stay. Mm-hmm. NBA All-Star All- Weekend's fine. All-Star N- Game? Pff, NBA All-Star Weekend and the All-Star Game itself has to stay. And, and I get what you're saying, but I, I think that there still is a part of me that, as a kid, the nostalgia of having the best stars in the NBA <coughs> Excuse me, I'm getting choked up thinking about it. Uh-huh. On the court at the same time, there's not you can't replicate that. And also beyond being able to replicate that or, or find some kind of other enjoyment outside of that as a fan, like 
the kids that get to be in that arena, I know that they're not playing hard-nosed basketball and they're not defending each other at the highest levels. Go see the Harlem Globetrotters. But it still is fun to see the guys that you actually love watching on a daily basis from your favorite team go up against guys that you also like watching from other teams. It's the, it's the stars of the league all on the court. So at you're once. saying not, the NBA All-Star game should it. should should remain because of the kids? Not just because of the kids. Like because of me, I would have loved to be in that arena and watch that stuff in person as well to this day. But uh. I just can only relate to what it was for me as a child. Yeah, I know. I'm I sure. Do. I'm sure. Without a press credential, if you're paying three hundred fifty, four hundred dollars to go see that Drek, you'd be thrilled, thrilled yeah, 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 that yeah. you spent four hundred dollars to watch a layup line for two hours. Not necessarily worth the price of admission, but you can't just get rid of it. Maybe there should be some reform. But all I'm but saying is, but you saw the back ab- of Beyonce's head, so it was worth it. Abolishing it. It's ridiculous. It the, is a crazy thought, and I cannot stand by that. In game. 2024, we don't need all-star games. We don't need all-star oh games. Not goodness. one of them. Not baseball, not hockey, not basketball, not anything. We don't need them. We don't need them. You know what? This day and age, you know what you want to do? If you want to get the all-stars together, let Jalen Brown, who apparently, again, is the godfather of the all-stars now. He's the one making the decisions in the East locker room about how many points they're going to go for. Uh, uh, if, if you want to set up a separate Instagram live yeah. and rent out the local Y in Indianapolis, and go play there, do it. But oh, we don't need an all-star game. There's no validation. that com- There's no difference now between being in that game and just having it put out on social media, having an award ceremony there. Good. Good times. Everyone's happy. Let's move on to this can after the season. Okay. You can demand one single change in any sport. What are you changing? You can demand one single change in any sport. What are you changing? I say get rid of all-star games altogether. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media open at ALV 106.3. That's 888-760-3776. We'll get Theo's, we'll get Stone's, and we'll get Dr. Goldhaber, who's in for a couple of segments with us on this Monday. Our good friend, the ENT extraordinaire, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. We're going to go around the horn, if you will. You can one single change in any sport. What are you changing? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I say farewell to any semblance, any all-star game. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken LaVica Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. One, two, one, two, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, ENT extraordinaire, and knower of ball. Real quick, just to get you in the mix, that layup line on national television last night, disguised as an all-star game. I've got to think that that offended your basketball sensibilities. Yeah, we on the on on the break we we were talking about it. It definitely does. Now again. When you're a man of my advanced age of 58, wise, you know, advanced, advanced very advanced. Yes, but and I'm sure a lot of your there are listeners out there that can remember. We were just we were just saying I was telling Theo about some of the games with you know Magic and Isaiah and Michael. I mean, you want to say they didn't play all four quarters super hard, but they they got to it in the second half and in the fourth quarter. Those were some unbelievable games where you're just like, whoa. I mean, just so much fun to watch and competitive and great players being competitive. It was it was awesome. Maybe, maybe Dr. Goldhaber and I are just... And I mean, Stone, you got to lump him into this. He said it sucked last night, too. Uh, maybe we're just too old school for it. Maybe Theo's on to something. Maybe we don't have our finger on the pulse of what's good and what's not in modern-day sports society, and Theo's right, but there's three people in this room that said last night sucked, and it invalidates the sport, and Theo's saying, hey, it wasn't great, but the whole thing, it rules. It rules to see all of them together. It's still my, my main point is I think you got what you guys are asking for out of it, it can't be that for you anymore. These guys get paid much too much money. They care much too much about stuff outside so of the basketball games. So what's the point games. of having it is my They don't question. even play regular season basketball games with the amount of intensity they used to. They don't even show up for them, but you're asking them to come in the middle well, of February. I'm not. That's the point. Yeah. I, I don't. I, when we were just saying two, so let's do something different. Let's go three on three. Let's go one on one. Yeah, let's would, let's have the the first and second year players, East and West, yeah. go out and have LeBron and Giannis uh, be the like, coaches. I, what, I, something like that. You want to have like a carnival festive uh, festive atmosphere? I'm all for that. I actually kind of like the carnival idea. Let's just get a bunch of tilt a whirls and yeah. and Ferris wheels out there and let them ride it and have conversations with one another. Put that on TV. That would be more entertaining. These are now guys that are like 
closing in on men. becoming billion-dollar yes. entities. The, the times you guys are pontificating on, those dudes are getting paid right. a million a but year if they were lucky. I don't think – like I, we're, I think I, we're respectful of that. Yeah, I understand absolutely. that, which is why why are we forcing this if all of these guys are making, as they should, business and, decisions? And, and as we said, they don't even want to be there. They don't, right? they they don't want to be there. Or not. So why are we like we're it's almost it's almost a punishment. Yeah. yeah. How about the guys who make it don't have to go? It's like Jimmy, I mean Jimmy Butler openly celebrates when he doesn't get yes. voted to the All-Star team. Yes. Cuz he gets to go away. The players don't necessarily want it. It seems like fans are starting to recoil from it as well, but the league wants it because it's a showcase night. It's a showcase money, weekend. Money. There's money, a lot money, of money, money that is poured in for those broadcasts. Sponsors. It is, it's important to the league. I think it also is important to some of the fans. There's still a good pocket of fans that do want to go. Like I would love to still go to an All-Star weekend. Yeah, I have no desire. Even it, Boom. Hold on. Pause. I would still you love just to go to it. an All-Star weekend. You have no desire to go. You just hit it. I, I think that's... I think that's what this is, right? So you guys are of the age, a little older than Theo and I. You guys don't want to go out anymore. That's what this is. This is <laughs> well, this that's, is that's going, true. You're saying is, Goldhaber and I are holding it up right now. So this is, you called it a mixer, and I loved when you did that earlier. This is a mixer. This is a chance yes. for everyone to get together, get a chance to see some faces, get to see them hang out, mic'd up, all the extracurricular yes. things during do the time. Do it without the game. No, but it's, so, it's like so going wait, wait, out. It's like we, going out on the weekend. You guys don't do that anymore. The Super Bowl's been here many times. Sure. There's the NFL experience. Mm-hmm. You know that when, when my kids were I love, I didn't go yeah. to the game, but I went to Miami just to go right. to that. Major League Baseball has the same. Same thing, a fan fest when when the White Sox hosted in 2003 the All-Star Game. I went to McCormick Place in Chicago, and I loved it. It was great. And you know what? The All-Star Game, I don't remember anything that happened. But that's my that's point. Fine. You got to, you got to be there with everybody. You got, And maybe these guys would you know walk around, whatever. Maybe there's booths you can get. Yeah. Gra- I'm saying is have, have a party, but the, the game's irrelevant. Yeah, the game yes. is completely irrelevant that's and fine. pointless to play. And for us... Because then, Sports Talk Radio host Ken Levick, if he yes. doesn't put eyeballs on that travesty, then he gets his legs cut out from under him. Like, oh, this dude's not even watching the biggest thing going that night. It's putting it's putting sports fans in a really rough spot because, hey, this is the All-Star game. Of course you need to watch. But no, it's a layup line. Kenny, but it's also, like we were saying about different sports, people from, from who are my age and older will, I mean, you don't do this. It's going to sound funny. You go... Do you remember that throw Dave Parker made in the 79 All-Star game from right field? And he 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 just threw a bullet from the corner mm-hmm. and got and I'm not and I'm not remembering it, but guys would go and he threw out uh Fred Lynn right. trying to go from first to right. home. Right. And it was like you nobody forgets that. That like plays from an the All-Star Johnny game. Johnny Bench played the plate. Bo Jackson hit a homer but in the this, 87 this, All-Star right, game. This, or 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 or, uh, or Pete Rose, you know, knocking out uh, Fosse. I'm right, just Ray Fosse, right. There are plays who would we nobody gives a you know what no. about the game now but to, that that's a different era when you go I remember the play in 79 yeah. when Dave Parker threw maybe the best throw I've ever seen an outfield the best assist you've ever seen an outfielder make you could look that up on YouTube and in 2 seconds it's going to pop it's that throw is unreal yeah like I just again I if all these guys and they should be are worried about they're an investment in and of themselves yeah. They're investing in themselves. The teams are investing in themselves. If there's so much concern over injuries, the NBA, there's more talk about that than any other sport, then just don't do it. And it's fine. And everyone's going to live. You can still have the weekend. We don't need the damn game. Uh, you can demand one single change in any sport. What do you change? And I say abolish all-star games. Uh, we've gotten to the point we can accept it. And the NBA, they can find other ways to make income that they're losing from that. I promise you they'll concoct something else. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain need to see an expert in the field baptist health orthopedic care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today baptist health orthopedic care combines its resources of experienced physicians leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet Slash ortho. It's been a little bit since we had Dr. Neil Goldhaber in here. And again, ENT extraordinaire based out of Boynton and been doing it for decades. And especially if you have snoring concerns, ear problems, nose issues, throat issues, he can help you. Let yourself improve your lifestyle. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. All right, Dr. Goldhaber, one single change, any sport. I know it's broad. 
I know this is wide ranging, but you can change one thing, something you see on a regular basis or hear on a regular basis where you say, God. Well, we're, if it, if we're, we're, we're going broad, but I, I would say cut the regular season of every major pro sports by 10%. Hmm. So, okay, I can't take, do that. Math, well, take 16 I, games away from the MLB schedule. Okay. Right? Take eight games away from oh, he hockey. He has the numbers, my Well, well 10% of 80 is not, yeah. I mean, Dr. Goldhaber. Yeah. Eight games away. Yeah, thank right? you. Good job. There's a reason you have the medical degree. Okay. Yeah, that was, yeah. I can't it's do easy any to of one. It is so easy to impress media professionals. You bring up any number of math and you start doing stuff without a calculator and yeah. everybody's oh my God. I know. Goldhaver, you said 10% and Ken, imme- Ken immediately picked up his pen like he was going to write something down. And then, and then I was like, so like his, his fingers were in the air. Yeah, right, right. right. Decimal once. Oh my God, man. Thank you, though. Thank uh, that, you for bringing the genius I like that. to the show. I that was like <laughs> analytics right there. That was amazing. That's sabermetric. Right, that, that's sabermetric. Right. Moneyball over here. Um, I... I I love that. And again, it would come back to money why they wouldn't do that. But we can all agree there's too many NBA games. The season that they had 50 games with the lockout where every game meant something and it was a fist fight to the finish, that ruled in 2012. That's what I'm talking about. Yep, That's the stuff right there. I, Baseball 162. Why? Why are we doing that? So well, even if you went back to one, you know, it was one. It was one fifty four. I'm saying yeah. is you take sixteen away, right? It's 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 forty uh, four one forty four. That is a yeah. move that, that yeah. doesn't yeah. I think, or something something like that. Right, that's the number to, I had, Doctor Goldhaber. Baseball yeah. needs to eliminate like sixty of them things. I'll say that um, sixty of them things. And yes, the NBA season can be shorter <laughs> for it to matter more to us. I don't think we take any NFL games away. Maybe we just eliminate the preseason altogether. Maybe that's where you get your one point seven or one point right, eight. Well, or whatever. and we got seven. 17 games, so it's it's eliminate. To, it's basically go back to, you know, 15 or 16. Guys, yeah. you know? How about yeah. this, Doctor Goldhaber? I will I will uh, take your your shorten the regular season, and I will raise you. Oh, take away playoff spots. We don't. What was the yeah. whole point of having a seven seed in the AFC and NFC? Why? Why? Why are hey, we doing that? So we now. can have a Nickelodeon yeah, 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 yeah. game. Hold on. Hold on. Pump the brakes. What is he doing right now? What the, happened or, or, when that seven seed got I in know. there? I know. We don't. We don't need it. What happens when the eight seed got in there too? If we're going to yeah. go over to the association. Yeah, the NBA. I, we have no Heat, no Panthers. What I, are we talking? Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna push back on you in that. The, we all if just you, did. If you eliminate, yeah. if you eliminate the games up front. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the excitement is in playoffs. Now, in certain sports, right, it depends on the percent. I, if, like, half the teams get in, it's right. ridiculous. The, the, I, and I get that the Heat don't do what they did or the Panthers don't do what they did, but that right there is the exception because those are two supreme organizations, the only ones that could do such a thing. I say we start getting rid of the nine seeds in March Madness, too, while we're Uh-oh. at it. Okay. See what you did there? But that's kid? not even close to a proper comparison. I mean, well... I guess it's, it's still just, bottom quadrant math, just math. I mean, yeah. ask, I will ask Goldhaver. Is that math correct? Okay. Yeah. Well, how about if those nine seeds are grossly uh, underseeded? <laughs> no, 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 64 no. teams is, is six. So you take six away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no it, it wouldn't take away FAU. No, no, <laughs> but, but, but what he, I, I like what he's saying in that. What, what you're it's saying. It's too easy to get into the playoffs. It's a roundabout way. What, what, what Dr. Goldhaber is saying is a roundabout way of saying re-emphasize the meaning of, of regular season correct, games. Correct, correct. Heighten the importance of more regular season games, and that is one way to do it is to eliminate some of them. Another way to do it is what Ken just said, because y'all are both saying the same thing, eliminate some of the playoff spots. That means you have to play harder in the regular season in order to make the postseason. So I would agree with both of you. I think right now in modern-day sports, whether it's the NBA, Major League Baseball, and even some cases with the NFL, I mean, regular season games – don't matter as much anymore. No. And we're seeing players sit out on a regular basis. We're seeing players seem to feel like they don't, it doesn't matter as much on a weekend to weekend basis. And it makes it harder for fans to watch more of these games. Like, I agree with you both, but I don't know if that's the way to get around to it. Uh, so, uh, again, you can demand one single change in any sport. What are you changing? Uh, Dr. Goldhaber says reduce all of the regular season, each sport by 10%. 10%, and he provided the math, which really helped the argument because I was lost. For me, I say all-star games, get rid of them, abolish it, uh. wipe them off the face of the earth, don't need them. You can demand one single change in any sport, what are you changing? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Now on social media, Johnny, he messages, athletes can go fight fans who trash, trash talk once per game. Imagine the pure chaos and the betting opportunities there. Ooh. Mm. 
That would get real dangerous. Not good for uh, the lawyers of said league. Right. That would get team. real dangerous in yeah. Salt Lake City. Real dangerous. Um, there would be some real <laughs> problems. Yeah, there probably would be. Teams going yeah. the road to face yeah. those Jazz. That's a that's a great call. Uh, okay. Ryan, fumble out of the end zone rule. Stop it with that. No, I knew somebody was going to bring that but up. You know, yeah, me it's, too. It's a good thing because I can reiterate what my plan to fix this oh, is. Oh, okay, God. Because, Dr. Goldhaber, I think you would agree that it's harder to play defense than it ever has been before <laughs> in the NFL. There's so many rules uh, that, that benefit the offensive side of the ball. The defense needs a reward. Not only... Not only do you keep the fumble out of the end zone by the offense touchback rule, but you also reward the defense by, if they force it, giving them a point as well. How about that to help improve the sport of football? How about that? I'm going to take by your silence. You love it. No, I don't love that. I don't love that. Hey, the it, de- it, starts getting, it starts getting a little awesome. A little, I know. A little complex. It's like your math skills. It's Football a little complex. <laughs> well, I can handle one. That's why I made it one point, because I can handle that, Dr. Goldhaber. I, I, hey, reward the defense. That's what I say. Reward the defense. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I do like <laughs> maybe adjusting that rule a bit, but I don't like rewarding a, a one No, pointer. I like putting them back on the 20-yard line. You yeah. know, the offense. Taking, yeah. It's the only time you're taking the ball away from them in that situation, right? Yeah. Fumbling out of bounds and or whatever. Point. So, yeah, I, I think pushing them back. But, no, I don't. I don't. I don't agree with rewarding the defense in that in that case. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm the only one in here who wants to see defense return to basketball and football. I think, um, Theo. Well, can I give yeah, my one? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, what, that's what, what I, was I gonna think do. everybody's going to agree on. And, and sometimes I'm excited. It, it, it's it's we're not very agreeable today. We aren't. No, we're not. We, we came aren't. back from the weekend. We got a little edge to us. We aren't. But I think everybody's <laughs> going to agree on this one. Okay. And, and there are certain things that I do root for, or cheer for, or want to see in sports that I know will come at my own detriment. But this might be something that's more altruistic. We can all love it and enjoy it. I say let's create true free agency in the NFL. Let's eliminate the franchise tag. Abolish it altogether. Not just, hey, you can't tag a guy twice, you can't tag him a third time. Eliminate the franchise tag altogether. If you cannot strike a a long-term deal with your franchise player or your top-end quarterback or that pass rusher that you don't want to pay just yet, he hits the open market, and he gets paid from wherever he wants to get paid from. And I get what the unintended consequences of this is, and it's that, we have player much empowerment. too much player. Well, player empowerment is one of them. But I think that what, what kind of gives fans a bad taste in their mouths is the amount of uh, player movement that mm-hmm. happens in the NBA and the amount of uh, the lack of continuity that you have between teams because these star guys are going and getting their bag this is as a, soon as they hit the market. This is a chance to keep teams together. It is. It's, it's the a best chance to, chance to. It's the best chance to keep teams together, keep that continuity, keep fan bases in Buffalo or in, uh, let's say, I'm trying to think of a small market, Green Bay, mm. happy because their guys are staying and you have continuity amongst your team. But I do think that true free agency, especially for guys like running backs who keep getting screwed time and time again <clears> with these franchise tags. <clears throat> Saquon Barkley, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I think like that was a shot at you, Doctor. That's Goldberg. okay. I, that's a whole other. He's topic. been in hell for what three years? It he got sucks. tagged again. It's like, oh, it absolutely God. sucks. And these are guys that we love to watch play. These are guys that we root for. And if you're rooting for this guy as a player on your team, you should also root for him as a human being and want him to be able to make the most for himself while also still putting on a show, whether that be in your favorite team's uniform or maybe in well, your right. I, I, I gotta say, wait, I, I want to say something. It's it's interesting because. That's that. That's really interesting, but it's like you could say that for I was going to say a lot of sports, right? I was going to say now I'm not going to say bring the reserve clause back to baseball. For those of you who knew what that was, that was before free agency. The team owned you forever, right? right. Yeah. You know, unless you're, they traded you, you or, dropped, their or, or dropped you. Yeah. But 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 in in a in a nicer, kinder, gentler way. Okay, I wish there was a way that there was continuity on teams. You don't get teams that last for five, six, seven years. Yeah. You know, in baseball, in, in, well, saying, in anything, or, yeah, in anything, in the NFL, football, you get more of it. Well, a little, a little more of it because of the way the rules are. But I was going to say, in in a similar fashion, how about we go back to college basketball? You need to stay in college for three years. I miss the years of of See, of uh, teams like uh, building building a team. You know, not just one and done. Mm-hmm. Where like the Duke teams were together, they played UNLV two years in a row and it was the same teams. Yes, you know, so, I miss that. So make college basketball like the college football rule that they have with the NFL. Yes. But what you guys are doing in that, and I get it, it's for your own enjoyment. It's better for the fans if you get right. That no, same right. Stuff. We were just we're but being selfish. I get it. You're restricting 
other people's lives. Like it's kind of like with college football, the people or college sports in general. Nobody wants these players getting paid because what could happen to the sport. And we're seeing what happens to the sport where it's the wild, wild west right now. But but okay, I feel for my own sensibilities better that these guys that I actually root for are better sure. off as human yeah, beings. But so that now that they're getting paid, paid, now you could bring that rule in and say, well, you're right. going to make money. In the, yeah, NI- before, in the before, NIL, NIL. Era, you can yeah. you can make legitimate money now. And I would push back. You used running backs as a reason why there should just be open free agency. The value of running backs have plummeted so heavily that some of these guys, the best chance they have to get a legitimate payday is the one season of top three average money franchise tag at that position in the NFL. I don't think this helps. I don't think because if running backs are just unrestricted free agents, they don't have franchise tags, they'll be out on the market. And you know what? All these teams are just going to try and sign them on the cheap anyways. I, I agree with that. And if, if you at least have every team open to being able to bid on these players and then more of these players are getting bid on more more frequently the the market for running back goes up because now there's true competition. No, because they'll just go and take the the seventh round pick out That's of college right. or the undrafted free agent and say, but oh, they, this guy can get, we've got a great offensive line. He can run. It's easy to say that they'll do that, but, but also they will. if there's nobody else that's going to pay that guy three or four million, I think that the, the, um, the higher end of the running back market might go down a little bit, but the, the, uh, what do you call Mid-level. it? The middle class, the middle class of the running back would get paid a lot more because right now it seems like you're either going to be playing with a running back that's on a rookie deal or you're going to play one of those top-end guys. There's no real middle class in the running back position. Uh, you can demand one single change in any sport. What are you changing? Theo says, get rid of the franchise tag in the NFL and make everybody a free agent. No more franchise tag and stuff, holding guys prisoner. Pay that man let him go. Pay him or let him go. Uh, Dr. Goldhaber says, reduce the regular season by at least 10% all the sports. I love that. Uh, and, and for me, get rid of all-star games altogether. You can demand one single change in any sport. What are you changing? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Stone, should we take a break? All right, let's take a break. We'll get stones when we come back. I've been waiting all day for this. I don't know what it is, but uh, we've all come. We've all come out of the weekend, and while we're a good tight group, we're we're just disagreeable for some reason. Yeah. And so that's why I have a feeling Stone's going to present something that is either going to a bring us all together as one, mm. or b Theo and I are going to look at each other in disgust towards Stone and say, "My God, what is this kid thinking?" Which what is this be? guy? Th- yeah, probably be yeah. probably the latter, no doubt. Uh, that's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. Chris' message is my change to all sports. Hard cap put in place in all leagues. Maximum and minimum salary cap. Yeah, I, it's, I'm not passionate about it. I think baseball sucks with just how much you can just back up a Brinks truck and say, all right, there's our guy. I'm pro salary cap, but I also, it's not going to make or break anything with me. Like baseball, the teams that spend the most money aren't winning the championships, and so it sort of flies in the face of the, like European soccer, the teams with the unlimited money, they always win. In baseball, which is the one sport in this country where there's no salary cap, we're done with the days of the Yankees dominating. Like yeah. the Dodgers, they spend all that money. They have one championship in a COVID year to show for all of that. It sucks that Otani did the most obvious thing possible and went to the Dodgers. But based on track record, does it does it show that they're going to win a title? No. So it's, almost, it's almost good for the fans and for the sport that Otani can go get his bag with the Dodgers, and that doesn't mean that the championship is sealed up. And then you can hate on the Dodgers. Because you can, if you take the salary cap away from the NBA – we would be able to write in pen or Sharpie every single year which teams are going to win the title mm-hmm. because they'll be able to just accumulate the most amount of talent. Who spends the most this year? Right, right. Who goes out and gets LeBron, Curry, yeah. and Durant? Like, yeah, it's fine. Like, fine. If you want to put a salary cap on baseball, I'm all, I'm all for it because that's the only one we're talking about. Yeah, and how much does that really change? Like, it just changes. It doesn't change the current star. landscape of baseball at all from a wins and losses standpoint. It just standpoint. sucks for Otani then. Yeah, uh, he'll go get his bag and he doesn't prioritize winning. But would he even get as much of a bag? I think that's the one problem with it is like now you're strapping Otani's pockets, Trout's pockets, like Tatis' pockets. But at some point, though, what are we? What I I get it. The market dictates. The market dictates. I'm a proud capitalist. Yes. 
the market dictates what you get paid so there's no such thing as being overpaid but at like what point are we talking about the money is just there's so much money that it just becomes completely invaluable like it's just there like i don't know I don't know. You're right. You're, you're looking at it from a, a quality of life individual standpoint, and I appreciate that. I'm looking at it as a, an old, grizzled, beaten down by uh, the, the the American way of life. Uh, oh, and I, I want my own entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I, you know, you've made your money. Now go perform for me. I don't know. Man. But no, but the real question I'm is. just an old crank. There's two different types of fans. There's fans that root for the players themselves, and there's fans that root for what the players can do for their favorite team. Like at the beginning of the and year. And then there's people like Stone who don't have a team, and he just, he he's an athlete fan, and that drives me crazy. And I think that's where sports is going more and more. When you have a guy on your team that is on the precipice of getting the bag, what are you rooting for? Them to make a team friendly deal or something that locks them in? that's better for the success of your franchise or are you rooting for them to do the best possibly for themselves and their family i'm tribal i i i'm for, for the, the team, team yeah. all the time like i'm rooting for the guy to get his bag and i'll like, get mad at the team means... if they don't pay the athlete the bag yeah. but i'm always going to put my team ahead of athlete and it's a flaw yeah. i'm not saying it's good but that's how that those are my sports sensibilities right and, and I, don't, I don't think it's a good or bad thing either it's just the way that you perceive the game or the way that you perceive yourself as a fan and for me like at the beginning of the year when Chris Jones was sitting out games and sitting out camp and whatnot, I'm like, yeah, go ahead and get your bread, brother, because if you get paralyzed next year or if you, you know, your kneecap falls out because of something that happened on that football field, Ooh. I'm going to feel miserable or not literally miserable, but I'm going to feel bad for you. Like Dre Greenlaw, who pops his Achilles running out there for the Super Bowl. What if he was in a contract year? Like yeah. that kind of stuff matters to me as a fan. But it depends on what you actually care about. And yeah. I, I get wanting your team to do well. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't make me a good person. No. Like, and, and don't say, I, I, get what you're ta- I get what you're talking yeah. yeah. Like, this is uh, being a sports fan and caring about team over athlete and their well being, both physically and financially. That's inherently bad. That's an inherent bad trait. And you know what? It's a trait that most sports fans yeah. have. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. White Sox, Dolphins, Heat. Like, I want. I want them to succeed, yeah. and I want those athletes to contribute to them succeeding. And if they do that, then that team should be paying those players their market value. That's the way my sports center, uh, my 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 sports uh, sensibilities work. Uh, speaking of of sensibilities, you want to be a good person. Yeah. Make sure. Yeah. Make sure that you're recycling right with SWA. You got to recycle right, people. The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach and uh, County encourages you to keep recycling right through 2024. I know you are already doing it. One thing to look out for, though, newspapers and inserts. Palm Beach County needs your participation to remain a top recycler in the state of Florida, and our system only accepts certain items for recycling. Newspapers and inserts are actually one of them. These items go into the yellow bin. Newspapers and inserts go into the yellow bin. And by recycling newspapers and inserts, you help reduce the greenhouse gases and save valuable resources. And the material is also made into new products. A win, win, win. Keep our community clean by and green by recycling right every single day. Palm Beach County. Let's learn more at SWA. Dot org slash recycle right. You can demand one single change in any sport. What are you changing? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Some of the things that have been brought up. I said get rid of all-star games altogether. Last draw for me is the NBA all-star game last night. That was an embarrassment to the league and to the sport as a whole. Uh, Theo says... In the NFL, let guys become free agents when it's time. No more of this franchise tag. Player empowerment. Let them go out there, get their back. Because unless you're a quarterback, you're at a disadvantage, especially if you're a running back or... I guess five years ago, a tight end. Yeah. That's a, that, but you're still getting paid less via the market, a tight end than a wide receiver. So yeah. get rid of the franchise tag. Uh, Stone, your turn. What would you change in sports? Now, when I say you guys are going to think I'm joking and trying to be funny, but I'm not. Here we go. Uh, he's already giving. He's already giving. Like, uh, he's, yeah, he's trying to prepare us for what's to come. Like, I think out of all of us who have been on the show today, including Goldhaber, mine's for the people the most. Um, I think it'll be the most agreed upon, and I think it'll have the the longest lifespan. I want to 
Take away taunting penalties. Take away unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. Excessive celebration penalties. No more technical fouls. Like, I want to bring back hostility on a pitch, on a court, on a field, all those things. We, I think the biggest complaint in sports nowadays truly is the effort level. Whether it's basketball, football, how can we get these guys to have a higher motor or, or compete more, play in more games? I think you have to bring back bad sportsmanship. I think when a team goes to Golden State and plays Draymond Green, like I want to see somebody get feisty. I want to see these players get chippy. Bring back the celebrations. I think hockey, out of all the sports, does this correctly. You watch guys after a goal, the excessive celebration, and it starts a fight, and now you're going to raise the level of play from both sides. And I think with sports, it's become so lovey-dovey, to your point. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like There's too many smiles. Like There's no more... Stephon Diggs coming across the middle getting licked. No, typically he's going to take it easy. He's going to give a smile and dap him up. Like, no, I want to see somebody get licked because that's going to come back to haunt them in the third quarter when Stephon Diggs lays his helmet into that guy. So I think bringing back celebrations, the hostility, bad sportsmanship is going to raise the level of play in all these sports because with all of the precautions that we've taken and all of the early flags that you see, the roughing, the pass, these guys aren't headhunting anymore. And I'm not just talking about the NFL, the No Fun League. I think hockey out of everybody does it right. Like they let the players play, they let them jaw off. It doesn't matter what they say; they're not going to give them. Well, let's put them in the box. Hockey rightfully acted when a couple of weeks ago, a uh, guy for Ottawa on a breakaway yep. empty net slap shotted it into the goal. And was that a little bush league based on unwritten hockey rules? Sure, but did it deserve to be cross checked in the face? No, and the guy got suspended uh, from Toronto. Like that's the stuff that uh, they'll you'll, they'll come down on you for. But largely in hockey, you're going to let them figure. It out. And guess what? Next time those two teams see each other, it's on like Donkey Kong. Like you're going to see a high level. Like that's a spot to take the over. You're so, going to get everybody involved here. Last night, for, I wanted to bring this up to you specifically. Last night, USF went on a big run. I believe it was a 15 0 run at one point in that game last night. You're FAU talking USF, USF, FAU. Yeah. Uh, was, college basketball, FAU lost to USF 90 to 86 and almost erased a 25 point deficit in the yeah. second half. For somebody like me. I put a lot of stock in fans and how they can control the game. It happens whether it's tennis and all of these things. These fans can really contribute to momentum. The overrated chance that you heard in Tampa. With 12.50 left to go before FAU went on its run and how hilarious would it have been if FAU got under uh, overrated chance, rained down on them, and then came all the way back from 25 down to beat USF. Yeah, but it was amidst the overrated chance that the USF team went on that 15-0 run and then started storming. So the team is feeding off of what is deemed bad sportsmanship by the fans. We now, with the Texas Longhorns, we're even speaking about it on ESPN radio, right? Horns down, you have to get those guys kicked out of the stadiums. No more horns down. Like, it's contributing to teams' effort levels and their, you know, their motives to want to play and their agendas are all out of court. But, like, last night in the USF game, that crowd really contributed to that game and it pissed FAU off and they almost did erase that 25-point deficit and played to the last whistle. So, I want bad sportsmanship. I want to bring back all the sellies. Like, I want people throwing blows at each other and I want things, like, relaying themselves well, and, and coming back to bite them in the playoffs. Those kinds of things. I like it. It'll never happen. The NBA and basketball as a whole, like anytime there's a skirmish, double foul, double technical, it's such yeah. a cop-out. It's such it a cop-out. Like The guy who started it, give him the tech. Let's not do this double foul crap. Uh, and it, it, what the NBA and college basketball is going to say is, oh, it keeps everything under control. No, no. Ha make the extra effort. Determine whose fault it's on. Let's not do this double fall crap. Or how about we don't call anything at all if there's just a little pushing and shoving? How about yeah. we just right? don't call anything uh, at all? Enough well, already. Well, I'll tell you why. Just specifically to that. You have to call something because if you don't call something, then you allow tempers to keep flaring Go and ahead. flaring and get out of control and Go you ahead. have a whole problem. Argument. And I know your whole argument is for the referees not to have control over the game then like in a sense and I'm, if, uh, I'm fine with that you know the real reason why we can't do this and we can't and we can't do the uh, we have to have the taunting penalties and the unsportsmanlike and all of that stuff in the nfl and when people celebrate they get in trouble it's because parents suck it's bad parenting all across the board and parents are so afraid that their child their children are going to see this stuff and emulate it that they're going to be the ones complaining and the nfl and the leagues feel like they have to be the ones to mitigate players from being a bad example to kid. No, you parent your kid, and I'm not, not speaking to you, Ken. You guys are, you rock. Y'all are doing it right. I mean, that's still, it's only, they're only seven and six. That remains but, to be seen. I, I know. But uh, so you, far, you know you my principle rock. on parenting. I've told you the only, the only factor that I'm grading myself and my wife on, <laughs> on whether or not we did a good parenting job, is if our kids uh, are able to grow up and not be bleep holes. Yes. 
Yeah, like but, that's it. And every parent wants that, and I think too people, too many people are afraid that if Tyreek Hill does the peace gesture at a I guy bring that up. as he's running into the end zone, and their kid's going to do it in flag football next Saturday. How about if your kid does it in flag football next Saturday, you penalize him. You yeah, tell him not right, to do that. You right, tell be him a to be a better sport. Yeah. Once you're allowed, once you're 18, 19, grown man getting paid, grown woman getting paid to play these sports at a high level, Stone is right. You should be allowed to express yourself in whatever ways you want to and then deal with the consequences either on that court or field of play or with that player afterwards, you know, you know, after the match is over. But for us to be relegating out some of the most fun experiences and some of the dope, uh, you know, like celebrations and and moments of jubilation out of these athletes because we're too afraid our kids are going to see it and emulate it just means you suck in your own household and you should maybe make your kids have a little bit more respect for the game or respect for you. Along those lines, and I don't want to condone violence in any way, shape, or form. No, go for it. If any of you have kids or plan to have a kid who plays AAU basketball, one request from me. Because I see all the time viral videos of these little six and seven and eight-year-olds hot-dogging it out there on the floor and doing their little and-one garbage and throwing the basketball off of the face of the kid who's trying to guard them, popping threes and then posing like they see their favorite NBA players do down the floor and putting the threes up in the air or ice in their veins, all that. Yeah. Please, please, I challenge you as a parent, have your son be the one who goes back to the old school and lays that kid out when they see it. Bring violence back to basketball. It needs to happen Bring in some cases. Violence. I'm just saying, we, we have too many hot dog kids in AAU these days when we're talking basketball. Too many hot dogs in AAU. You know what? I want to I bring the Oakley. Yep. Back to basketball. Yep. If your kid, If your kid has to be the pioneer yeah. that brings physical play and enforcer back to basketball. So be it. Just don't let him get into a life of crime after. Yeah. BVBTB. Bring violence back to basketball. Bring violence to back to basketball. I, I think like that it. is superb. It's great. And also last thing before we do run to a break here, I, I think European soccer out of all of the sports or maybe just soccer or football in general, football. if there's one sport where a fan base is left with a bad taste in their mouth and cannot wait to see that club again, it's soccer. Like those fan bases live for that rematch right. because of what happened in soccer. I think the guys get away with some celebrating too. It's one of those ones. That's yeah, one of the things the fans can yeah. absolutely go bonkers. There's yeah. always violence in the crowd and it leads to bigger and more anticipated matchups in the future. And I think that's something that us Americans don't have in our sports. Bring violence back to basketball. BVBTB. Yeah. That's on, Dray, that's on Draymond Green's locker. <laughs> yeah. Like right above his locker. Yeah. See, like teams are lining up. To but get Draymond a chance does it like cheap shots. Yeah. He does, they're like cheap, he does it like cheap shots. It's okay. Get him back. Get your lick back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what BVB I mean. When Draymond acts like a punk, Draymond him back. Yeah. BVBTB, you know? BTB, baby. And with no fear of a double technical. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And, and basketball players, NBA players know that if they push somebody, there's nothing to be afraid of because they're not going to get punched in the face. So now they can act all tough and get, you know, face to face, grill to grill. I think that's Draymond's thing. Happen. Like Draymond, yeah. he knows that nobody's going to come back at him so he can right. do all his stupid crap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We need to, Somebody uh, got to check him. Charles Oakley would not have allowed that. Nope. Uh, that's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. When we come back, why? was last night's NBA All-Star Game LeBron's fault? I'll explain. LaVica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3.